Hello and welcome to Take 411, a podcast powered by Another Chance to Bridge the Gap. This is a place where you can find latest news, information in relation to prison and anything happening in the community. Buckle in. Hello and good evening to everyone. This is Tawanda with Take 411, and we are here with another great episode, and we are super excited today to be talking to and interviewing with Mr. Cardell Sims. Uh, Mr. Sims, how are you doing today, sir? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing pretty incredible. Thank you so much for asking. And we have a few questions we want to ask you, and we want to definitely give you the opportunity to share on the platform anything you want to. Um, as we get ready to get started, I want to also go out to you, Alexis, my friend and partner that's always here, and just say hello to you and see how you're doing today as well. I'm fantastic. How are you doing? Doing pretty incredible. All right. Well, as I was saying to Mr. Sims um, on the line before the show actually started, I actually found myself in his Facebook group for uh, for a few weeks or uh, maybe months. I'm not really sure. I guess, you know, sometimes people add you and you just kind of click that you'll accept so I have no idea who added me, but I just want to say thank you because I'm definitely all about positive associations and meeting good people that's doing different things in the community. And as I was saying to you before the show started, I don't know a lot about your story because I wanted to wait and hear it with the rest of the world. So this platform and this time today is all for you, and I'm pretty sure you're not shy and you don't mind talking and sharing so I just want to ask you a couple of questions. So my first one is, tell us a little about you, like who you are, where you're from, et cetera, et cetera. Who is Cardell Sims? Uh, yeah, I'm Cardell Sims. Um, I'm from Missouri. Uh, my story is simply this. I grew up in the poverty neighborhood. My mom was on drugs real bad. The drug I'm talking about is crack. My father wasn't nowhere around, so I learned how to hustle at an early age. And while hustling at an early age, I adapted this mindset that I was a product of my environment. And that mindset led me to juvenile detention centers and foster homes. While in the foster homes, I learned how to sharpen up my basketball skills. And then basketball skills took me to college, but I still had that same mindset that I was a mentality, I mean, that was a product of my environment, that I was a hustler. So while in college, I wasn't doing or living the average life that your student athlete should be living. I was selling drugs, robbing, playing sports still, uh, using drugs, just partying. And after my college career, I ended up back at home in the same neighborhood selling drugs, selling crack. So uh, I ended up catching my first drug case and got a 19-year sentence for drug and gun charges. And I was sentenced to the Missouri Department of Corrections for 19 years, as I said. So when I went in there, I didn't do nothing with my time. I just, just played basketball and I sit on the yard and just kicked it and stuff like that. Just did a lot of nothing. Well, luckily that uh, Senate bill passed and cut my time in half, so I got out early. But when I got out, I was ready, but I really wasn't ready. And I went back to the same neighborhood, same environment, hanging around the same people, ending up selling the same drugs. So that led me right back to catching another drug case. I beat that drug case on a technicality, got out, and went right back doing the same thing until the federal government picked me up a few years later. So while I was sitting in the federal government system fighting a federal drug case and a conspiracy case with gang activity, I just realized, you know, I'm tired of doing this and something got to change because 
I was becoming the first victim of my own actions. Not the only victim, but the first victim. So I just started bettering myself, uh, reading different books, started uh, self-learning a lot of things about business, uh, knowledge itself, uh, just all over the board. And I started drawing up a plan and visions of what I wanted my life to be like once I got out. I built a vision board while I was in prison, and every morning I woke up, I looked at that vision board, and I did everything I can to gain knowledge and, and take knowledge that's going to lead me to this vision once I got released. When I was released, I had four folders to my name. That's all I had. And in them folders was my goals, plans, dreams, and my vision and how I was going to attain them. When I got out, I went to a halfway house. I started taking life coaching courses while working the job. I ended up becoming a master certified empowerment life coach. Then I started my own business uh, doing um, seminars about consciousness and success. And that's the way I took care of myself for a while until I found a job after I got out the halfway house. And from that point on, I just wrote books and I just been building my business ever since then. You know what? (laughs) That that's definitely a lot. And that's, and that's real. And I know that, um, so many people in life use those type of things, as you said, um, Mr. Sims, and use that as excuses to just not even do better. Um, and you and and you're definitely an example. Um, yeah, that that that's real. All right. Um, next thing I want to ask you something I saw on your Facebook page. One of my favorite free with two of my favorite words, vision, um, and hustler, because um that I have my own idea and spin about that, and I see. Yours um, says visionary hustler. So tell us all about, and this is your brand. So what, where did this come from and what does this mean um, to you and for your brand? Visionary hustler. Yep. That's my brand. That's, that's what I built in prison. When I, when I got out of prison, I knew visionary hustler was going to be the name of my company. It was going to be my brand. I got that name from a guy while I was in a federal prison. He was working on some things that he wanted to do when he got out of prison, and he just didn't know how to align it. You know, he, he just know how to put it together. Even though he had a small vision, I showed him how to put it together and just from stuff that I was reading. And when I got finished helping him out, he said, man, you know what? You're a visionary hustler. And from that point on, I knew that was going to be the name of my company when I got out, Visionary Hustler, because I wanted to help people manifest their vision and be the boss of their mission. And that's basically what Visionary Hustler is, having a vision and putting the hustle behind it. Putting the hustle behind it means just putting the work in to manifest that vision. Absolutely. And those are just all action words. All right, that definitely sounds pretty incredible. So thank you for explaining that. And I'm just really so excited and looking forward to um, seeing everything that you've done and and just making sure we're staying connected at everything that you're going to be doing. So that sounds pretty incredible. If you don't mind, and I know you don't because I've already emailed this to you before, tell us a little little bit about what is your business. Um, Well, what is your business and what actually is? And I know you've been through a lot, and a lot of times people, like I said, I know people have gone through a lot of different things, and they say, oh, well, I've been through that. It's over with. But um, what actually inspired you to take action to this and start your business, and what actually are some of the things your business is going to do? Yeah, Visionary Hustler is the actual name of the business, Visionary Hustler LLC, but during the pandemic, and just like life, you got to make some uh, strategic changes. 
So I made some uh, strategic changes to the business and turned it from Visionary Hustler, which is still what I represent, but I turned it to Cardell Sims Enterprises, LLC. Um, what I do is I'm a re-entry coach. I'm a prison expert. I'm a prison prevention mentor and consultant. And I help people that's getting out of prison, you know, build a blueprint and a, and, and a, and a map for what they really want to be and what success means to them now that they're out of prison. That's just one aspect of the business. Another aspect of the business is prison prevention, where I, I, I meet with teens that's, you know, got at-risk at, at youth, you know, and really have sit down and, and, and be a mentor to them so they don't end up being in prison or going to prison as well and being and being a new number to the system. Outside of that, I do, I'm a speaker. I do workshops as well within my business and author. That's what all my business entails. And that's, that's actually what I've actually seen, you know, on Facebook in reference to reentry and so many things. And I definitely want to get and talk about, um, the um, returning citizens and some of the recidivism rates and um, some things like that. So um, how do you actually, um, and this is a sidebar question with reentry, um, who can who can get into your program? How do you get into it? And what are some of the um, prerequisites for a person that wants to actually enter into your program? Um, the, the main thing about getting into the program is that you're really sincere about working on you and, and making a change and not going back to prison. If you're, not really that serious about yourself and working on self, then most likely no matter what resources I provide for you, you're not going to be successful in it because you're not working on self. Uh, you can always, I'm open to anybody that's getting out of prison or anybody who has uh, children that may be on the path to prison. I'm open and willing to work with just about anybody as long as they are sincere about you know where they where they want to go in life. Um, you can reach me on all my platforms, uh, all my social media, and my website. All you gotta do is type my name in Cardell Sims. My website is actually CardellSims.com, and it tells you everything that I do. You can leave me a message there, or follow me on Facebook or Instagram, and leave me a message there. I, I, if you reach out to me, I'm reaching back. I don't have a staff that's gonna get back. I will get back with you directly. Absolutely, absolutely. Now let me go back and ask you before I talk to you about a little bit about the goals and things you want to do before the year ends. Um, share a little bit about like growing up in childhood because we know a lot of times people talk about their childhood, different things you've actually been through. You know, like you talked about um, foster foster care and so on and so forth. When you were a kid, right? What were some of the things going on through your mind? Were you ever? What were you in, in, inspired to be when? Like, when I grow up, I want to be this or that. What was actually on your mind at that time as a, as a kid? I mean, at a certain when I was uh, young, young, you know what I'm saying, pre-teens, I wanted to be like Run DMC. <laughs> you know, I wanted to be Run DMC. You know, that's just what it was. I wanted to make music, and I always had a passion for music, you know, and it played a, a, a part in my life once I got older as well because I ended up doing that route as well when I was out there in the streets. But once I became a teenager, life hit different when you find out that your mom's on drugs, Christmas ain't what you think it is or what it used to be, you know, things are looking hard. So I just wanted to be like my cousins and other people that I knew in the streets that was making money 
because they had stuff that they wanted. Mhm. Absolutely. All right. Hey, can you can you do some beat bopping? No, I can't do no beat bopping. I, I, I can rap, but I can't do no beat bopping. Oh, you oh you can? Ah. All right, all right. Okay, that definitely sounds like a sounds like a winner. Yeah, and I, has anyone ever told you? I'm pretty sure they have. You your name is you you got a, a a good name. Like your name sounds a, kind of expensive. Cardell Sims. <laughs> Visionary hustler. <laughs> nah, no one ever told me that, but uh, I'm glad it does sound kind of uh, expensive, as you say. You know, because that's a good thing, because you you know you can ha- to have the right name to get into places. You know, a name well, that someone can trust. I'm glad right that's name. the kind of name. Absolutely, and I just want to talk. I know Alexis has a few questions that she wants to ask. I just want to kind of dissect a few of the things that I see this on your Facebook. And one thing um, um, that's that's important is a lot. You know how on Facebook, for example, I'm not sure how long you guys. Have, oh, it says you joined in 2009. You know how? Have you ever heard the saying before? And I'm sure you probably have that you can tell what's going on in somebody's life by what they, <laughs> by just going to Facebook. <laughs> Have oh, you heard yes, that before, Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and can, and 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 do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I I believe that your your Facebook is a, is a representation of you. It's a representation of your thoughts. Your thoughts is a representation of you. It's going to show who you are. Absolutely. And when I was in your group and I was listening to uh, the video that you did, I went to your Facebook and I saw. Um, the back cover and um and it had your book it said inmate to inspiration how i freed myself from self destruction and i said wow that's powerful and i like the cover too um definitely that's powerful and then i saw on the intro um what you have here it says today's footprints is tomorrow's legacy manifest your vision and be the boss of your mission and once again, um, that's powerful. And even with um, with the different things that you have here about reentry, and you know, when you say a public speaker and motivational coach, it's a speaker, author, and coach. I see that, you know. So I definitely, um, I, I really enjoyed just going through your your Facebook looking. And then you talked about have H A V E. Hustle, attitude, vision, education, the keys to success. Now, tell us what that is. Is that is that a topic that you actually spoke on? Um, is that some type of um, part of your reentry program? What actually is HAVE? Yeah, you got to have it. You got to have hustle, attitude, vision, and education, no matter what it is that you're doing if you want to be successful. I, I do a lot of seminars on HAVE, uh, the keys to success. I wrote a book about have uh, the keys to success because you first you have to have the attitude. You got to have the attitude that you can change your life around or that you can do something that people tell you that you can't do. You got to have that right positive attitude. Then you got to have a vision. What is it that you really want to be? What is it that you really want to do? Once you got that vision, now you got to educate yourself on how you can make this 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 vision come into fruition how you can manifest that vision. Once you get the education, now it's all about putting that work in. It's all about going hard. It's all about hustling, doing the steps that it takes to manifest that vision. And without you, with these four keys, like I say, you got to have it. Hustle, attitude, vision, and education. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, absolutely. Well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little about the books that you've written. And because I see I can, I will, I do, I am. And again, loving this cover. And I want to definitely get more information about it. And then, Alexis, I promise I will let you ask him a couple of questions. I will not be too greedy. But this is Tawana with Take 411. And we'll be right back. Today, we're talking to Cardell Sims. He did not know he had an expensive name, but now he's going to be looking forward to cashing in on that. We'll be back. If you're seeking a website, logo, graphic designer, or maybe you're starting a business or anything that comes with business, personal, or even social needs, consider doing business with ELI Solutions. ELI has the solutions for you. The website address is wehavethesolution.org. Right, and we are back. And today we're talking to Cardell Sims about his life, his legacy, and the journey. And the first thing I want to talk about is your book, Inmate to Inspiration. And I can only imagine what the book actually says. Definitely looking forward to purchasing a copy. Um, share with us, a, just if you could, a few points. Um, I'm pretty sure what inspired you from the book, but a few things. When someone purchases this book, Tell us three things that you're pretty sure they're going to get from it. Uh, they're going to learn how to uh, challenge their beliefs, prioritize what they value, and raise expectations for themselves. Okay. And where can yeah, this that, book be purchased at? Uh, you can purchase the book on Amazon, or you can purchase the book on my website. Uh, if you go through, if you go through my website, you're getting the book actually from me. It comes with little things with the book, and you can get it from Amazon as well. Okay. And what is your website? My website is CordellSims.com, that uh, expensive name. Ah, I I was about to put that in there. (laughs) I was about to put that in there. And I said, let me just go to – okay, I I clicked on your link tree. I, I clicked on your link tree. So I see. Looks like at Cardell Sims is your is that your Instagram link? At I am Cardell Sims. Oh, uh, and I don't know. I got to figure all that out. All right, inmate inspiration book. That that's under link tree. Value assessment. Now, what is value assessment? What is that? Yeah. So, like in my book, I talk about prioritizing what you value. Um, and prioritizing what you value, align that with your value so you could be of value. So the value assessment yeah. is an exercise is an exercise that you take. It's a spending exercise. So in the in the assessment, what you'll do is you'll get ten thousand dollars to spend. You get a list of things that you spend it on. You can spend ten thousand dollars on one thing or you can break it down. Then we break down the top three things that you spend it on or the one thing that you spend it on, however you spend it. And it's going to tell you about your values. It's going to, and then I do one-on-ones, free consulting, or free consultations off that assessment to tell you about 
what the assessment says about where your values lies. Okay, definitely. I can't wait to uh, <laughs> Alexis. I haven't forgot about y'all. I promise. I just got about a hundred more questions, and then we're gonna see if you can ask me at least one before um, our time is up. All right. So you got reentry virtual support group. Um, tell me a little about that. Oh yes, the, the reentry virtual support group is every Thursday, uh, every Thursday night, seven thirty p.m. Central Time via Zoom. I've been getting a lot of great, wonderful feedback that I started this group because a lot of time people get out of prison, they don't have a, a support group of people that actually been through what they're going through. They can help them out, give them <laughs> solutions to some of the problems that they face. So I created that group for that purpose. Uh, the group just now starting over the last couple of weeks, uh, but it's building, and that's basically what it is, a community of people that been through the system, that's gotten out, that did some positive things, to help others who are getting out have a community to come through and they can we can just be real with each other. Absolutely. Man, okay, okay. You know, I'm over here. You know how, you, Cardell, you know how the link tree is, right? As like when yeah. I click on that, it has all these things. So I'm like a kid at Christmas glued to the screen like, okay, this one, this one, and this one. All right, so <laughs> sponsor books. And I'm as I'm asking you, I'm clicking on it too. So all right, let me let me let me do this one. Let me do this one. Sponsor books. It says Cardell's man, I'm telling you this name right here. I'm gonna have to take it. All right. Cardell's mission is to inspire people all over the world and help them through their lives around. Okay, help them turn their lives around. My my bad. Make a difference in the lives of many in need of sponsoring books for prisoners, reentry classes, schools, or youth programs. You can sponsor 10 books, um, or you can sponsor more. That's incredible. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you actually have some sponsors already on your page. Tell us a little bit about your current sponsors. Yeah, my current sponsors, like um, one of the sponsors, Kendall, uh, Kendall Fickman. He's a, a, a good. Uh, he's a, he's known in the speaking field. He sponsored ten books for um, youth detention center in Atlanta. That's in his area. So what I did, I just reached out to him, uh, sent the books on behalf of his sponsorship, and you know I set up uh, meetings with the detention center. Anytime that they I can come in and do a virtual speaking engagement or do one on ones with. Anyone in their detention center that they feel may need it, then that's that's what the sponsorship comes with. Love it, absolutely. All right, sounds good. All right, the next have reentry workshops. Yeah, I can hear you. So yeah, my reentry workshops. Um, these are workshops that I give. Um, they they broken down in five because. The sessions are so long, and it's a lot of exercises that you do in the workshop. I mean, we have self-awareness and expectations. Um, in them workshops alone, we just gain information about who you are, your beliefs, your values, the expectations that you have for yourself, and so exercises that go with them. The value uh, assessment is one of the exercises that go with that particular workshop. We do resource and gathering uh, and finances, and we do life skills and health education and employment and relationship support and resilience all of these play a role in the reentry 
So the workshops are re-entry workshops, and we just I host the workshops so the people that in the workshops can really have time to really dig down deep into what their needs, what their strengths are, and what their weaknesses they are. Okay. All right. Got you. Got you. All right. So the next thing says inmate to inspiration t-shirt. Yes. That goes right along with the book. A lot of people that order the books, they get the t-shirt as well. It's just a, a, a shirt that has inmate convict inspiration on the front of it. The uh, inmate is, is marked out with a line through it. The convict is marked out with a line through it because we don't go by that. We don't go by inmate. We don't go by convict. We go by inspiration. It's just that journey. And as at the bottom of the shirt, it has visionary hustling to remind you to be, manifest your vision to be the boss of your mission. Absolutely, absolutely. And, again, I'm reading all this from his link tree on Facebook. Now, finally to the website. Prison expert and consultant, reentry coach, prison prevention mentor, speaker, challenging beliefs, prioritizing values, and raising expectations that will free you from being an I N M A T E. And then he's smiling too. Okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, <laughs> definitely, Alexis. Alexis, I'm gonna let you have a couple of minutes and um. And ask Mr. Sims a few questions while I study this um, website. But yeah, definitely loving this green. Is green your favorite color, Mr. Sims? It's one of them. Yes. Green. Okay. What, what's your others? Red and black. Okay, gotcha. All righty then. All right, Alexis, are you there? Yes. All right. I'll turn it over to you. Oh, I'm allowed to ask questions now? I thought you said you had a couple hundred to ask. <laughs> yeah, you you can ask just a couple, Alexis. I won't be too greedy. <clears throat> Hi, Mr. Sims. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. So I think it was pretty interesting that when you were talking about your story, you said you had the mindset of believing that you were a product of your environment. And that is actually a question or um, a battle between a lot of professionals because they do say it's the battle between nurture and nature, whether it's in your genes that you're going to turn out a certain way or does your environment help mold you. So in your case, you said you are definitely a product of your environment where you made a couple of choices that landed you in prison. So my question to you is what words of advice would you give out to people, especially the youth who are in the same situation you were, where they're not in the best environment, but what words of inspiration or advice would you give them so they don't become a product of their environment? Yeah, I would tell them that being a product in your environment is a belief, and a belief is perhaps what we think is the truth. doesn't mean that it is the truth. It's just something that we think is the truth. In that environment that you grew up, that you grew up in, just like with me, there was people that grew up in the same environment that made their way out of that environment without having to sell drugs, rob, or commit any criminal activity. They educated themselves. They had a vision to get out of there, and they worked hard to get out of there. You have to use them people as an example because they represent faith, and faith is what we know to be the truth. Remember, I said belief 
is perhaps what we think is the truth. Not necessarily be true, but what we think. Faith is what we know. And when you see them people that's making it out of that environment, that didn't have to do illegal routes or activities to get out that environment, that's faith. And that faith shows and proves that you are not a product of your environment. And once you see that and you start following their footprints and start being, then you, that's the fruition stage. And the fruition is being and showing that you're not a product in your environment to anyone else who might have that same mindset. Okay. My next question to you is, you said you started a Zoom group for prisoners so you can help them uh, reacclimate back to being um in the outside world, kudos to you for doing that because I believe that is much needed. So your group has been there for a couple of weeks now. What are the three top things you know that every person struggles with when they first get out of prison and are trying to get back into um, the outside world? They struggle with um, money, employment, Employment most likely is the biggest one, and transportation or housing. Okay. So with that group, and you said you use it to talk, it's a great environment for people to hear stories from others and to see how others are succeeding to acclimate into back into the real world, but you said housing, money, employment, and transportation. So do you offer any resources for the people in your group so there's a way for them to find employment, housing, transportation, so they could be much more successful in the real world and not do something that will land them back in prison? So, yeah, with, with my group, uh, with the people that's in the group is from different areas and locations. So if someone comes in the group, let's say they're from California, but I'm all the way in Missouri, but we have someone in the group from California. So they get out of prison. It's like I'm out of, I'm fresh out of prison. I need to find out where I get the resources for clothing. Well, the person in California will be able to connect them to the places in California that can give them uh, clothing places like uh, Salvation Army or Goodwill or other nonprofit organizations that are like clothing for people who are just getting out of prison or people who just need clothing, period. And that's the good thing about the group, that we have people from all over. So when you join the group, no matter where you come from or where you're getting out at or where you're located, we have people that you can connect to that's in the area and may know the specific exact place of where you need to go to get certain resources and what resources. Okay. And my final question to you is, you started this group, you started um, the company Visionary Hustle, and you said you published several books. So what is it that you hope that people will learn from your story so hopefully they won't make the same mistakes you would, you did? Sorry. Uh, what I will hope for is that um, people challenge their beliefs, challenge what their beliefs, because a certain belief can hold you back from being what you truly destined to be. And also prioritizing your values, I mean, um, to align with your values, period. And then having expectations for yourself. A lot of times uh, people don't have expectations for themselves, so they allow 
just about any and everything to, to happen to them or be treated any kind of way. Don't be an inmate. And when I say an inmate, it means don't allow something to impact you negatively, mentally, and take energy from you. If you do that, you are being an inmate to that circumstance, to that person, or to that situation. Okay. So I also heard that you said when you first went to prison, you didn't do anything with your time. You just played basketball and sat out in the courtyard and such. So what do you recommend that the people who are in prison right now do with their time besides just playing sports and or sitting out in the courtyard? Do you think back that you could have started your company a lot sooner had you used your time a lot better in prison? Yeah, I think people that sit- they, it's, say, it's a saying that says reentry starts the day you get locked up. And so when you sit in prison, don't just sit around not doing nothing. You know, uh, utilize things, the library and stuff like that. Read, get some education, get some knowledge, and then start building you a plan and how you and what you want to be and what you want to do when you get out. Order instead of ordering hood novels, order uh, business books and things of that nature. So. You know, you can start working on self because if you don't work on self and have a plan when you get out, I guarantee you, you will return. Okay. So another question for you is before when you got back out the second time, right, and you knew that you were going to start Visionary Hustlers, did you have any trouble reacclimating back into the real world? Because you did share that story about a person who went to prison who was used to making a lot of money selling drugs, but when he came back out, he had to settle for a job at McDonald's for seven twenty-five hours. So when you came out the second time, did you struggle with any of the things that you mentioned that most people do you struggle with when they're re-entering into the outside world? Oh, oh yes. I'm um, coming from the the uh, my my cases was was drug cases, you know. So coming from the point where I was able to purchase any and everything that I wanted when I wanted it almost to getting out and not really having finances like that, I had to acclimate to that because I had to make an adjustment to that because prior to me getting out of prison before. When I had to try to adjust to that, I just said forget it and went right back to the streets. But this time I had, I knew that I, I got a plan. I knew what I was really setting out and what I was going to do. And this was just part of the trust of the process. So I just had to trust that process. Okay. And you said you made choices where you played basketball and you sold drugs. So a lot of times, a lot of youth out there have struggles where they don't have a positive male role model in their life or a lot of times situation at home is not a good situation where they're forced to hit the streets pretty early and the only hustling they know is kind of like you, how they turn to drugs in order to provide a little cash for themselves to either take care of themselves or their family. So what advice would you give the youth out there right now before they start walking down the path that would land them in prison? Find you a mentor. Find you a mentor that's doing something positive. 
It may not be in a household, but it's somewhere in the community. If it's not in the community, it's somewhere on social media um, that you can really reach out to. Find a mentor. A mentorship is uh, very important because it's someone that can can guide you. Just reach out. I have a I have a, a young guy that I mentor now. He's all the way out of uh, Michigan. He I didn't know him. He didn't know me, but he followed me and he reached out to me to be his mentor. I'm that positive uh, person that he can come to. When and we just keep it, I just keep it real with him. He keep it real with me, and I think that's that's the most important thing for those that teenagers is out there and in the, in the, looking about a half a step away from getting in the streets. Find a mentor, you know. They they're out there, you know. They out there. You got to find them. Okay, and when you re-entered into the world the second time, you started virtual uh virtual hustling um or hustler so you mentioned a couple of goals so where do you see yourself finishing out the year of 2020 since there is now less than 60 days left in the year what i see myself doing for the end of this year is putting together all my speakers an event that I have in the first part of next year. So I'm going to have all of that, all my speakers, all the events set, the topics and everything for my incarceration to inspiration virtual conference. It's a conference that's going to have a lot of people on there sharing their stories of going from incarceration to building the businesses and things of that nature. So I just want to have all that in order before the year is over with. Well, that sounds like you have some pretty big goals, and I really hope that you do accomplish those goals because what I see you doing is so important. It's so important for the people who are present to aspire to be somewhat like you where they come back out, they're able to reacclimate to the outside world, start their own business, and be an inspiration. But it's also an inspiration to the people where you coined the saying earlier in the interview where you said you are a product of your environment. So maybe the people who have similar environments to you definitely can look to you to say, yeah, he went to prison. I don't want to end up that way. But even if he came out of prison, he was able to turn his life around. So what is the final word of wisdom you would tell anybody out there who is looking to, well, aspire to be you, where they're coming back out, studying, and trying to turn their life around? Just just believe that it's possible. Have faith that it's possible that you can. And just manifest your vision and be the boss of your mission. I stress being the boss of your mission because at the end of the day, you control what it is that you, you get into, what it is that you want to do with yourself. So just be the boss of your mission. And if you're going to say be the boss of your mission, can you elaborate on that? Yeah, be the boss of your mission, whatever your vision is, a positive vision. Like me, I, I became the boss of my mission. I know when I, I knew when I got out of prison, I wanted to be a speaker. I wanted to be a business owner. And so I embodied that. So everything that I did when I got out of prison was working on building that up to become that. And I knew it was, I knew it was possible for me to do it. I just had to take ownership of it and become the boss of what it, I wanted to be. 
thank you so much for taking the time to join us here and for answering my questions. Tawanda, do you have any final questions for our guests? Of course. Just like when you go to church, for those that go, at the end you have to pass around the collection plate. So my only and final question for Mr. Sims is, how can people support your movement, your organization, what is needed, and how do people donate, give money, and so on and so forth? Tell us about that. Yes, yeah, so I mean, just support my movement. If you know anyone that's uh, getting out of prison or gotten out of prison and they just don't, they really don't know and they need some mentors, send them to uh, my group, the reentry group on Facebook or my website. They can get in contact with me. As far as donations, I um I have a nonprofit organization that I'm a founder of as well, which goes back to uh building up my community that I helped destroy when I was out there in the streets selling drugs and in gang activity. So I I got a nonprofit organization that I uh, founded that's geared towards uh rebuilding that community back up. Uh, it's called the North Org. Uh you can go to uh northorg.org. Uh, it has a donation button there. You can see what, what the North organization is all about and what we do. Uh, again, that is NorthOrg, N-O-R-T-H-O-R-G dot org. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that definitely sounds pretty incredible. I just um, subscribed to your YouTube channel. We're definitely blasted out getting others to subscribe, and I'm super excited, very glad that I was able to um, have the opportunity to get you on the show to meet you and find out a little more about you and the vision and the different things that you're doing. Can't wait to meet you. Any travel plans for 2021 that's already kind of on the books as long as COVID doesn't prevent anything um, or any places or any upcoming events, even if they're virtually, that people can plug into to be able to um, to kind of listen to you? Yeah, you can uh, plug into my podcast. It's uh, tomorrow night. 7 p.m. Uh, Central Time. Uh, the podcast is called The Reentry Journey. Uh, you have to join my reentry group on Facebook in order to see it live. If not, it will be on my YouTube page on Tuesday. Also, I have beginning of next year my incarceration, my incarceration to inspiration virtual uh, conference. Uh, January the 28th and the 29th. It's a host of speakers that's been incarcerated. They got out and built a business, and they're going to talk about their story. They're going to share their journey of the keys, and they're going to share what they do with their business. And I'm looking for 2021 to go to San Diego. San Diego has a lot of colleges that have reentry programs. So I'm looking to go out there, do some workshops, do some speaking, going to Atlanta. It's looking to be all over in 2021. Okay. Well, that's definitely exciting. I appreciate you um, taking the time to join us today and share all this information. We definitely want to support you and share this information with others. And is there any final thought or comment that you want to make before um, we end the show? I appreciate you all having me. Thanks for uh, allowing me to come on to the show. And to anybody that's out there, you know, today's footprints is tomorrow's legacy. That's something to think about. You can always manifest your vision to be the boss of your mission. Just make sure when you do that, you give back. Because like I always say when I speak, it's not about what you gather, but what you scatter is going to tell you the kind of life that you have lived. Absolutely. You have heard it first from Cardell Sims. Go on Amazon, purchase his books on his website. 
Inmate to Inspiration. Mr. Sims, have a good day. I look forward to being on your podcast tomorrow and definitely supporting all your movement. Until the next time, remember, together we can.